but that song came up they're like oh we need <laughs> we need um does anybody have any ideas for songs for this week and so you immediately went to chance the rapper <laughs> and my memes you know they're coming through like a woohoo yeah who is that i can't say that oh it's the it's it's the saturday night live girl oh amy poehler yeah it's uh specifically it's leslie nope leslie nope yep for city council i love Le- leslie nope um what was the... I don't know what we were talking about. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Whatever it is, it says, like, um, I'd be sprinting to the altar, something like that. And we sang some song that was, like, something to the altar. I'm like, oh, yeah, we should have told it. Was it, oh, come to the altar? Maybe we wanted to, but then... I am a plethora of half information, and I can't take you to the, the rest of it. Gotcha. Okay. Holy Chance the Rapper, yes, and the Beebs, and I'm playing it. I don't need, uh, yeah. I'm going to send it to you. Sounds good. Please do. I'll it's check it out. Holy. I will check it out. Check it out. Check it out. How do I, can't I, oh, I need to, uh, you know what's dumb? I don't know how to send a song now. Why can't I just send it to you? Why is that hard? Go to queue, repeat, shuffle, like, hide it, add to playlist, add to queue, none. Share with James. I'm screenshotting it old school, and you're, that's what my mom would do. She'll <laughs> click it and just like, it's not working. I don't know you're, why it's not working. Your mom knows how to screenshot. That's impressive. She doesn't. She doesn't. Mine she doesn't, doesn't either. No. Mine actually probably does. She's gotten pretty savvy. But No. Yeah. My mom, did I tell you this before? I feel like I must have because it's kind of funny, and I feel like I've shared it with most people, that um, she can not generate a text to me but she can reply to a text to me like she can't so do you she's not going to open the text and generate something from so, scratch yeah, that's yeah, she's not going to start what is that? she's not going to start a new text no oh and aunt jenny on her ipad mm-hmm. she has at least okay so her her unopened emails mm-hmm. were in the five digits wow and i went aunt jenny and she's like shut up don't look at it and then close it fast her text messages were like 50 something i'm like who are, have I texted you and you just completely have ignored? No, I read it. So they like read it on the, and never open it. That's, so it could be like a long message. That's kind of amazing. And they'll read like one sentence and they're just like, I got you. I mean, that's it's kind good. of, that's kind of amazing. And like, like unlikely, like you wonder how that happens. Here's another funny thing. She has do- a dog. She usually always has a Cocker Spaniel. Mm-hmm. Her most recent Cocker Spaniel died mm-hmm. um, a month or so ago. So she's courting the idea of like, oh, is she gonna get? In? She's gonna get a new cocker spaniel. But here's the funny thing: her iPad is full of pictures of the cocker spaniels. So when her memory is full, she gets a new iPad. Are you serious? <laughs> That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. That's awesome. It's not. It's, it's so bad. Like it's back it's, it up. It's Dump amazing. the pictures. It's amazing. Admit I think it. she thinks it's like this is my hard drive of pictures of that dog. Admit it. It's amazing. Is it not? I mean, is it not? I feel like it's a little kookadoo. I mean, 
It's amazing. A little kookadoo is all right. If you met Angina, you'd be like, oh, I get it. Like yeah. maybe not kookadoo, but you can, I could see how endearing. I feel like everyone should have an Aunt Jenny. And then I also feel like Aunt Jenny is part of the human experience. Like, like everybody has that person in their family that is, um, like, like that makes you go, huh? I, I don't think about the world that way. She approaches it differently. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's cool, right? It's really beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So if you go over, you'll, she'll say, are you hungry? Can you get something? And you're like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm going to make some popcorn. And she does it. And you're just like sitting there like, I'm not hungry. And now she's, and she's just scurrying and she's keeping this conversation. Da, da, da. And then she puts the popcorn in front of you and you're just like, gosh, now there's hot popcorn in front of me. And, I'm, and is it I like the best popcorn it. you've ever it had? Is. Yeah. Right. And then, so then you start like, maybe I should have said yes, but you know that you didn't. And she just is going to be her way and that's okay because she still makes things happen it's good we we're recording we can start <gasps> whenever you want i got all that when did we record? i got all the when, when did we start i just i figured it would be candid and funny and oh, i was right fun. so we'll have a little um, snippet we will we'll have a little snippet um hi nikki hi james how wow you, how we're recording we are recording it's it's been a couple weeks and then we had an episode, and then there was a couple of weeks before that. Uh-huh. So it's been a little while since we were in the routine of recording. Mm-hmm. We've had some life. We've had some life. Yeah. Um, good life, bad life. Both. Both. Yeah. Life, I mean, right? I feel like yeah. Up and yeah. down. Up and down. Life. Hills and valleys. Yeah. That, that was great. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, was that is that the Tarnwells or something? Is that how you say it? Yes, but you've been um, you've been singing with a choir. <laughs> And, practi- not, and practicing. This is not podcast worthy I'm information. Not, I'm not asking you to sing. I'm just saying it's cool that like I, I feel like just it's a few weeks ago you, you wouldn't have done that. I, you know what? There's it was like confidence. one of those definite Holy Spirit moments where I, um, when they said that the Life Teen Mass was coming back because we had cut that back during quarantine, mm-hmm. when we're going back to the full schedule, and they said that, and we need people to help in various areas. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, when, um, oh, we need a volunteer and somebody pushes you from behind, like your friend who knows you want to do something, but you're too scared. Mm-hmm. I felt like that, but it was the Holy Spirit pushing me. And I was just like, oh, and I, I messaged our choir people and I said, could I join the choir? Like, am I too old since I'm mm-hmm. not 19? I'm like, we'd love to have you. That's cool. That's great. So, uh, if it's your friend pushing you, like, I feel mm-hmm. like you can turn around and be like, stop it, dude. You know, like, yeah. What are you doing? If it's the Holy Spirit, it's harder to do that. I mean, that's. I probably still do that dude you know like ah yeah me too but then but then i send the email right? yeah you know yeah what I mean? like, you you turn around you shrug and you're like okay yeah i'll do it yeah which well, i'm not saying it like i was doing it begrudgingly i totally wanted to do it well i'm i'm glad it's cool Thank it's very you. cool i i'm i'm a little bit jealous i wish uh, i don't really have the bandwidth to be helping out at mass with music here at st vincent de paul which is unfortunate because it's something that i really like to do so maybe once covid like is totally sort of calmed down or we mm-hmm. reach some kind of like an I'm, agreement I'm, with, I'm really burpy right now i'm sorry you are burpy. i'm sorry to our audience like, <laughs> like we've been talking for pauses? a while and all of a sudden it's just like his digestive tract i'm sorry my, <laughs> my body's just like we don't want a podcast no terrible oh um, man anyway i feel like once everything is kind of calmed down it'll be a little easier to kind of like like jump into whether it's back to normal or the new normal or whatever yeah. it is 
um, with playing playing some music for Mass again. So, but yeah, it's really that fun, right? That would be right? so good. It is. That's cool. It's very cool. It's really good. I feel a little... I'm not going <laughs> to... I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting into, like, how Whoopi Goldberg must have felt for a sister act. Like, I don't know how to sing songs about the goodness of God without being really excited. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard when you don't feel like everybody else is getting the... The Holy Spirit isn't moving in them okay. as much, and then I, and then it's okay if I'm unaware of other people. But once I become aware, then I'm like, oh gosh, I need to calm it down. Is it also because you dress like a nun from the neck down <laughs> when you sing <laughs> with big hoop I earrings? Don't, that but would I be funny. Could try that. That would be. You should just show up like that one day. That would be hilarious. Um, no, but that's that's great. So like, yeah, we we um, we get I think to these these different. Uh, sort of levels in prayer like I've I've thought about it like a video game right like you get to a certain level and 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 you start to you start to to kind of live through or live out um, the different fruits of the spirit and 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 joy is one that I think is really um, it's really recognizable like in the moment and and not just recognizable for you going through it but like other people can see that other people can see your joy there's a um, uh, a very a uh, talented woman at a parish that I used to work at named um, uh, Susan Lovelett. She's a, a just a fantastic singer, really, really fantastic singer. And she actually um, has a ministry, or she did. I'm not sure if she's still doing it. I hope she is. Where she went around and she did this sung rosary at different parishes. Oh, wow. It was really cool and, and very um, very kind of formal. It had kind of a classical music kind of feel. and, and um, But she was just so happy. Like that was the, that was the, the most kind of infectious and telling part mm. about it even because she was doing very operatic like beautiful stuff with her voice and so it was hard to like keep up with her singing yeah but you could just kind of sit there and watch her and it was this this joy sort of coming from you know coming from her her gift of herself like back to god right like oh. she has these gifts and it 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 was really really cool and and so um to anyone listening out there if you you know maybe if you um uh if you find yourself in a little bit of a rut uh, I think this is a fun plug. If you find yourself in a little bit of a rut in your prayer life, um, try singing a little bit. Yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be for anyone. Uh, sing in the shower, nice and loud. Especially those of you who maybe have never been singers before. Um, you know, we've all sung along to to you know our favorite songs and stuff like that. Like, oh, I thought you were like, going to give something specific. I, I was mean, looking forward to that. We've all sung along. What's to... your What's your go-to sing-along song? Like, like if you're by yourself and you need like a pick me up, that's your go-to very, song. Well, I'm very into the Hamilton soundtrack right now. Mm-hmm. Guns and Ships is my favorite. It's okay. a little rappy, but it's okay. I love it. It's fun. And I feel like I award myself, um, like score. I score myself with how many of the words I get correct. Nice. And it's fun. Nice. It's very fun. The song I got two songs coming to mind. Okay. Um, I think they're both going to make you laugh a little bit. I'm going to save the bigger laugh for the last one. <laughs> the first one is uh, Land of a Thousand Dances by Wilson Pickett. I have no idea what um, that is. I'm not going to sing it. Is. I'm not going to sing it because we'd have to pay for it, but it's a really good oh. song. I, I can guarantee you people have heard it. It's a, And you've heard it too before. People um, have. I don't know if it's I a, have. It's a, it's, a, it's a great song. Um, the second one is I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Of course you do. 
it's just a fantastic song like if you if you it is oh so my happy gosh. it is um, it's got such dynamics and like it's whitney being whitney yeah you know? it's awesome. and like did you you saw the video of course yeah. right like growing yeah. up with the video yeah it's great for sure yeah and then you know lots of other stuff her like voice is so good though do you do it in her like are you trying to hit her I mean, notes I try to but it's gosh. just it's just being we silly. should totally hear that one day no, we shouldn't. We should totally no one should. That out one no day. one should. Um. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me make a note. James, gonna sing. I want to dance with somebody. Okay. Okay. You've definitely heard Land of a Thousand <laughs> Dances as well. Um, but yeah, like I, I, have a, I have a playlist on uh, Spotify called Feel Good. Uh-huh. And it's just songs that make me feel good. Like when I hear them, they just make me feel good. And there's some, there's some Christian songs on there. There's a lot of like R and B and just different stuff that I like to sing along to. Um, so I really recommend. We kind of came upon that uh, very organically. Organically. I, I I really recommend singing, trying your hand at singing, for and maybe sure. maybe singing like for fun. I think that's something as we get older we kind of forget to do that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So sing, sing loud, sing proud. Have a great time. What are we What are we talking about today? I so want to sing something, but it's yeah. Anyway, um, today we are talking about encountering God in the resurrections in our lives, or in the yeah, the resurrection. I was going to say in the rise days of our lives, in the rise days of our lives. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, we we talked uh, the last episode of this podcast. Um, we talked about uh, dying to self, dying to. Uh, dying spiritual deaths right and we could probably have just a podcast about dying to spiritual deaths and probably rising and probably going as well um but again we're we're this podcast is for um it's a good reminder this podcast is for maybe those of you that are a little bit on the fringe or maybe that need uh, a little bit of a push into uh, a relationship with god right you're not um you know you're not fully immersed maybe and and that's perfectly okay we want you to know that the that we're here for you. The church is here for you. Um, that that God, that God is here for you. Yeah. Most importantly, right? And and so, kind of trying to touch on some of these concepts in ways that are hopefully very yes. relatable and tangible for you. Um, when I think about rising, kind of keeping that in mind, when I think about rising, I think about like just this idea, and it's been said before by other theologians and 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 you know self help people. Um, just this idea that God. God gives us beginnings. He gives mm. us a lot of beginnings. He gives us a, a new beginning every day when we wake up. I, I don't think it's just our our physiology or, or our brain chemistry that if we, we can go to bed really worrying about something, right? And when we wake up, it's totally different. And we see it with kind of you know fresh eyes and, and, and a fresh mindset. I really think there's something really holy about that. Um, there that, is. That's, you know, God is... is um, is really encouraging us to kind of see things from the beginning to like, you know, get back up and kind of try again after we've, after we've fallen or, or maybe even after we've, um, we failed, right. From, for the first time or the hundredth time, whatever, yeah. right. There's always kind of this really, um, uh, you know, God is always encouraging us to, to, Hey, okay. You know, it's all right. Let's, let's, let's do it again. Let's, yeah. let's, let's try again. Um, so that's the that's the first thing that kind of comes to mind when I think about rising, and I and I think that's maybe a kind of a simple little segue into yeah. into the whole idea of of coming out of your coming out of your stuff that you're dying to. Yep. Uh, a better person. That might be tough for some people to to grasp. Um, I know that that 
it's definitely something that took me a while to kind of wrap my head around um, how to like I'm you know I'm going through something tough uh, how do I turn this into a positive in my life mm. um, do you do you have any do you have any any stories of like turning that frown upside down I do I do I do all right oh I, my gosh that I would like to hear one. one of the Hamilton songs I do I do I do anyway or <laughs> um, I digress no I was thinking when you were saying um, well first of all because I've heard you sing before I'm thinking every new beginning comes from some of the beginnings and closing time oh yeah right so yeah along with that mm-hmm. in order for us to have um, new life I'm, I'm also thinking of my prayer time in the mornings is outside in uh, front of my garden and you know there needs to be some type of death and some some seeds planted in mm-hmm. order to have the new growth mm-hmm. and the only way that we're going to have new growth is if there is the death before that and the planting and the 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 um the tilling and mm-hmm. you know things get dirty sure but yeah so um okay i would like to tell you a story about a recent very recent encounter with jesus in the resurrection okay Okay, so my story goes like this. I am a New Orleanian, mm-hmm. born and raised. I've never heard someone say that before, a New Orleanian. Oh my gosh. I don't, Be a I New Orleanian. Have, I wouldn't have known what to say. Really? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to distract you from your story. That's just, that's awesome, yeah. New Orleanian. Okay. I even have a bumper sticker that says, Be a New Orleanian wherever you are. Nice. Yeah. That being said, mm-hmm. that bumper sticker came out of the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. which displaced many people. It displaced me and mm-hmm. my family. So um, that was what caused us to move to Texas because it was going to take a hurricane to, to move us. Sure. Like I'm um, not codependent on my family, but we're close to maybe the codependent stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, so my, like to give you an example, when I told my parents that we have decided to stay here, <laughs> my mom says, in the true mafia tone, Nikki, people don't leave the family. And I'm like, I'm not leaving the family. I'm like, your grandparents uh, awesome. moved to the States from, from Italy. How can you say nobody leaves? People leave. That's awesome. How did we get here? That's awesome. So anyway, Hurricane Katrina displaced us. My When when we moved here, we had two, the, our oldest two kids. Um, and my, my second son... Had, they were all close with family, right? But my second son just has this super tender heart, and it was just traumatic for him. Every time we'd go visit family, distraught when it was time to go. Okay, fast forward 15 years later, we're in this um, pandemic time, and they're doing virtual school. So my kid comes up with the idea of, if we're doing virtual school, why can't I do it in New Orleans with our family? So uh, it didn't take too much. I, I, I thought that was a great idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Sure. You can do that. He's yeah. a senior. My parents, they kind of lived the best years of their lives in high school. So they're kind of concerned, like, don't you want to be at school for all of your senior things? And he's like, uh, no, he's fine with it. Like, he, he wants to be with his cousins. He wants to live with my mom and dad. Sure. He wants to experience the life of being right around the corner from mm-hmm. aunt jenny yeah you know what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah and um and we have like lots of second cousins now so he wants to babysit and have the kids know him instead of when we go once a year mm-hmm. twice a year they don't know who he is so um so we decide to to let him go this past weekend we make the 10-hour journey there 
I scaled it down to eight and a half. I went the speed limit. We just didn't stop very long. So I feel really proud about that. Nice. I'm making the story a little longer than it needs no, to be. No, you're, you're doing great. Okay. Okay. So we get there. Andrew's all excited. Oh my gosh, I said his name. Is it okay? Okay. It's fine. Um, He even brought his desk from home because he just really wants to settle in, right? Mm -hmm. And the things on top of his desk that make it feel homey. He's got his space all figured out. It looks great. Everybody's excited. We have, you know, the family dinner. All the cousins are there. It's fantastic. And then come our little deaths. So it is October and we're still in hurricane season. Mm -hmm. So Hurricane Katrina kind of sliced his family in half and he doesn't get to see his cousins all the time Mm -hmm. he's making the best of it he's there now and there's another hurricane in the gulf that is headed towards new orleans so we um even though we had just dropped him off are making the plans now to have him come back with us as well as my parents for the safety of them lots of uh frustration he feels a little Almost like duped from the world. Like, I thought this was a good idea, and now I feel like if people know when Mm -hmm. I go back that I'm coming back, even though it's temporary, it just feels like a punch in the gut, you know? So dealing with a lot of disappointment there. When we got to my parents' house, his phone broke. So now he's going to be away, and, you know, so we try to get that process rolling. It didn't work out well, you know, because none of the electronics work out well when you need them to in a timely fashion. Yeah. There was another thing, a car situation with insurance and registration, all these things that were supposed to be real easy, just every obstacle that we could face came up. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was pretty ominous and funky. And um, I, as a mom, I want to make things better, but I don't, I'm at a place where of surrender because there's nothing... I can physically do. Mm -hmm. And so um, the thing that I know to do is to ask other people to pray for me and to pray with me. And so I did that. And then, uh, you know, the difference between hope and despair is a good night's rest. Mm -hmm. So we wake up the next day and he begrudgingly, like, we still have to go. The hurricane's still coming towards us. And and I I don't even know that it is, but... um, we we think it is right so in order to um beat the rush on the road and kind of make it a vacation for my mom and dad who aren't able to physically drive there anymore Mm -hmm. this was kind of like a blessing that i was there to help Mm -hmm. so uh so we wake up my mom's mary medallion is missing so she's upset so we're still having these tiny little deaths like why is um the evil one is working really hard to keep this from happening so she prays to St. Anthony. She goes back upstairs and finds her Mary medallion. Boom. I'm counting that as a resurrection. And I'm thankful. Um, the kids are in virtual school, but now we're in the car, so we don't have internet. Mm-hmm. So Andrew's checking his emails from his teacher on the phone. And um, this is kind of terrible, but one of his teachers who he has a big project for that he was planning on working on, that is now interrupted because we're evacuating, the teacher had a fire in her garage and is postponing everything. Oh wow. Till the next week. Wow. I know I don't want to be excited about that, but I feel I I looked up and mm-hmm. said thank you Jesus for this circumstance that mm-hmm. has alleviated another one of these deaths for him and I see you in this and I'm counting this as resurrection. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the other teacher that he had a big project for is sick. And he's like, I don't understand why she can't come to class to virtual class 
while she's sick. And I just, I'm like, Andrew, do you not see this as an, I feel like it's an answer to prayer. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that, um, if you're not looking for it, if you wouldn't see it. And I'm just thankful that I ask people to pray Mm -hmm. for us because I feel like those, those resurrections were able to happen. I was able to be aware that this was a gift from God and I could encounter him and thank him for the way that he showed up in this real quirky, weird mm-hmm. two day circumstance. Cause when we talked, when we planned this podcast, I thought I'll talk about something from, you know, there's, I feel like it's easy to pull experiences of encounter mm-hmm. from death and from resurrection and, mm-hmm. and all these things, because it's a part of our everyday life. Sure. And, uh, and then this happens and I just kept feeling like everything was stacked against us. And then God just kept showing up yesterday. He kept showing up and showing up. And then we didn't realize that next week he has off for indigenous day and the teacher's work day. So he has off two more days next week when they'll be flying back. And it's just a huge load off for him. And that's where I'm seeing um, Jesus and I'm thankful for him. And I got time with my mom and dad that I don't usually get. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't, love Willie Nelson. I got to listen to Willie Nelson songs with my dad (laughs) and he got to say why he liked him and tell me stories that he's told me a hundred times before about the highwaymen and why, you know, they were outcasts from Nashville and da da da. Mm -hmm. It was good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hi, Late to Church podcast listeners. This is James, and no, those aren't Christmas bells you're hearing. Those are Advent bells. What are Advent bells? I don't know. Advent, though, is this truly magical time of year in the life of the church in which we get to really explore what it means to desire Christ in our hearts and in every other aspect of our lives. Advent leads up to Christmas and is an excellent way to stay focused on your relationship with God through the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. Over the next four weeks of Advent, we're inviting some friends on the podcast with us. Super exciting. These clergy and religious men and women are excited to share their stories of encounter with you and help you, our listeners, grow in love with Jesus as we prepare for Christmas. Our first Advent episode drops Wednesday, December 2nd. Please join us and happy Advent. Peace. So I, I, I heard, um, I mean, first of all, like, thank you for sharing because I think that, that, uh, and, and sharing specifically what you shared, because I think that our, our experience of the Paschal mystery dying and rising and going, mm-hmm. I think, I think we want to think about it and it's maybe very attractive to think about it in these, at these times in our lives that are these big, huge, uh, Jesus moments. And certainly those moments are there, right? Like they're, and they're even like throughout the gospel, Right. But when you think about like what what we read on Sundays or what we read at at daily mass, right? Or or if you have a Bible study at home, right? There's a lot of, um, or maybe if you don't read the Bible at all, there's a lot of minutia in Jesus's life, and mm. we and we wonder sometimes like why that stuff is there. Why you know the the Jesus's um, life as a human being and and some of that mundane stuff that he went through, just like we all go through, it kind of feels like extra. It yeah. kind of feels like just stuff, like filler almost, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, it's the, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I've, I've heard te- my teens say, man, you know, it's like, it's the same miracle. Okay. He, he healed someone, you know, like, like that kind of thing, like, like, oh my goodness. Th- yeah. like this miracle is, is, is just like the last one. And, and I think that, 
I think God, you know, comes to us in those moments and he talks to us through those moments in Jesus's life and in our own lives because he wants to be with us Mm -hmm. in the everyday moments, right? Our, Our life is not a series of big, huge moments. It's a series of like it's all the little little ones. It's, yeah. it's little little beads on a string, right? That make this kind of beautiful, you know, piece of jewelry or tapestry mm-hmm. or whatever you want to, however you want to think about yeah. it. And and you know, hearing like hearing your story, it 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 reminds me of a lesson that I think I I have to um, I have to be reminded of pretty pretty often as I get older, um, and that's that that. I have to be looking for those resurrection moments. I, 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 they're not always just going to leap off the page, right? God right. is, God is not um, trying to entertain me. He's trying to have a relationship with me, mm. and that means that I'm going to have to 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 invest, yeah. right? I'm going to have to be willing to look at something and go, you know, that might be a coincidence, but I'm going to choose to believe that that that's a sign of God's love for me yeah. specifically, right? I think that's that's such a hard thing to do, but, uh-huh. but when you start to start to do that in just in practice in your daily life, you know, you you've had a terrible day at work or at school or whatever and you get home and everything's awful and you know, your favorite episode of your favorite show just happens to be on TV. Why not give yeah. God that credit? Right? Like like what does it what does it harm you to say these Oreos that I love, like were literally put on the shelf at the grocery store for me. Because I feel but, like at some point we're gonna we're gonna see the our life in retrospect, right? Mm-hmm. And see all these moments where he stood in for us and mm-hmm. we weren't aware. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I it's it's my duty in response to him pursuing me, mm-hmm. it's my duty to have a healthy expectation that he's gonna show up. Exactly. So yeah. it's like looking for where? Yeah. Where is it gonna show up? Yeah, and we can we can you know, we can we can sort of nitpick those things um, and, and pull them apart and maybe even kind of, kind of like pull the joy out of them a little bit and say, well, you know, like, like we, we can explain the coincidences, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's almost like, like if you, if you, like, you know, if you look at science, right, like the, the Big Bang Theory, you know, one of the things that, the, that they're still wrestling with is like, like, what what start like what started everything mm. like what you know what kind of kicked it off what was the f- the first mover right and there's a lot of different theories and but it's it's really you know finding that joy in your life and and experiencing those resurrection moments with God to me is really about kind of giving God that credit yeah. and, and maybe even uh, if you're not comfortable giving Him the credit maybe even just saying okay it's it's possible that He's here God it's 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 possible. That's, I mean, that's a prayer and that's as powerful a prayer as any other. Yeah. God, it's possible that you're here. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let you be you. If you're here, I'm going to let you be you. Right. And, and I, I, I can promise you from personal experience, if you do that, um, you will, you will start to see things that, that are not just coincidences mm-hmm. that, 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 that don't necessarily, um, make sense uh, in the, in the, in the way that we want things to like logically kind of all work together and, and, and fit together. And then it makes, it makes your inner dialogue shift and change Mm -hmm. when you're open to the fact that he is engaging with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I probably look like a um, crazy lady talking to myself, but like, I seriously, I'll talk to him in the car or at home. I mean, I guess not all, I guess I say car at home because it's like not always when other people are around, Sure, but, um, but engage in conversation. Cause I think 
dude, he is like doing all the most beautiful things for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm nothing if not grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, I, 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 I think that that's a, that's a, a really, I keep backing away from the microphone again. I mean, I'm like in between in my chair. I can't find like a comfy spot. I'm sorry. Um, I'll sit up straighter so you can hear me better. Um, I think, I think just like starting there in the conversation about really about the entire Paschal mystery, mm -hmm. but just starting at a place where you believe that it's possible. Yeah. You believe that it's possible to be kind of broken down by life, to be broken down by the things that stress you out, to be broken down, maybe even by your own decisions, right? By, by stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. By stuff that hurts you, by stuff that just, um, you know, is not, is not feeding you the way that you need to be fed. Mm. Right. And to, to, you know, you're, you're kind of in this place where you're, you're, you're at the bottom and, and there's just this, this, this ray of hope. There's this, this, you know, there's something beyond all that stuff. And I think that's, you know, for me, that's kind of where, um, like, that's where I find myself in my faith a lot. It's not, um, you know, faith to me is, uh, is an exercise, right? And it's yeah. not, it's not something that just, um, I have in, in, in like stores, right. All the time. Like I, like I, I have to, to yeah. work, to work at it because of life, it, because yeah. of life. Right. And, and one of the things that not only, I don't want to say tests my faith, but it, it requires some mm -hmm. faith, but it also, um, builds up my faith is, is looking around and, and just saying like, you know, w where have the successes been? Where, what is, how am I, you know, I've just went through this tough situation. How am I better? You know, how am I, how am I, um, how am I stronger? How am I more, um, uh, like, like more resolved mm. to, to, to be, to be, yeah. my, to be my best self, right? If I messed up and I know I messed up, like, is can't, can't we say, well, well, isn't it great that I learned this lesson? Right? Yeah. And isn't it, isn't it great that I, that I'm like moving on? And that, I, I think that takes a very positive, like optimistic perspective, but I also think it takes help. I don't think, we, I don't think we get there on our own. And to me, you know, at least in my life, I don't know where the, the help comes from except from God. Right. Is that a casting crown song? I think that is. You're Maybe. like quoting a song now. I'm not. I, you are. <laughs> I wasn't on purpose. I'm sorry. Um, but, but seriously, so like, uh, I, I don't know if I've talked about this or not. Um, a really good friend of mine, um, uh, and a good friend of yours, uh, Father Wade Russell, um, passed away in February of 2018. So mm -hmm. coming up on, on three years, right? At least at the yeah. time of this recording. And um, uh, he was uh, uh, an eternally um, optimistic person. He was uh, so optimistic, in fact, that it it could it could blindside other people. <laughs> let's put it that way. Right. If he had a goal, if he felt a calling uh. from God, he was going to go that, that direction with his whole, you know, heart, mind, and soul, right? Everything that Full he had head. was going to be <laughs> kind of put into that. And if you got in his way, um, you know, that might be where he struggled with people, <laughs> right? Let's put it that way. And so, so, um, but, but one of the, one of the lessons that I learned from father Wade was that, that setbacks, the things that kind of get in your way, uh, things that, that are, you know, that, that, that bring you down those things that we, you know, that we talk about, uh, we talked about in the last episode, maybe needing to die to those spiritual mm -hmm. deaths. Those are not, 
you know, once that spiritual death is complete, once you've kind of let that thing go, there's a void there. Mm. And that void is actually an opportunity for growth. Right. And so, so when we had, you know, if we were working on some big project together, or if we were, you know, trying to start a new ministry or Bible study or something, and, and something came up that was maybe an obstacle to that stuff, you know, um, he would, he would say, you know, after he got over his initial frustration, (laughs) whatever that was, right. Um, he would say all the time, well, that this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to, to grow. This is an opportunity to, to teach people this lesson. This is an opportunity to allow Christ to teach me something new. Right. And, and there was this, just this mindset of of opportunity over and over and over again. Um, I don't know if I've shared this story. I, I, I might have, um, one of, one of the last things, Father Wade passed away from cancer. Um, one of the last things that he, uh, kind of really struggled with in his battle with cancer was the idea he had actually just gotten his first pastoral assignment, mm-hmm. right. Um, at the, the church where we were working. So he was the, uh, what that means is that he was in charge. He was the priest that was in charge of the church. He had a lot of really big, exciting ideas for kind of this small country church and was doing a lot of cool things. Um, he, he was diagnosed with cancer and, and everything kind of, kind of spiraled out of control really. And and it was a very fast decline in his health. And, and I remember him really struggling with this idea that God, you know, brought him to this church and, and brought this church to him and he had all these plans and why would God do that? And just like, like knock him down, like, like Mm. knock him out with this, this cancer to like, you know, to take him away from the people, to take the people away from him. Like. Like, why would God do that? You know, that doesn't make any sense. And one of the last times that I saw him, um, shortly before he passed away, uh, he had figured out, um, why he was there. And I'll, I'll never forget. He, he said, um, I'm not here to, to get anyone's pity. I'm not here to, um, like to, to be anybody's like rallying cry or anything like that. I'm here to show people how to really live because if you can't continue to live in adversity, then really you, you, you have no real foundation in your life. Like, like you're only as good. You're only as good at living Mm. as you are when things are tough. And it was just this, this sentiment that no matter what, Mm -hmm. no matter what, you know, how much the, the chemo was, was, you know, kind of wearing him out or, or wearing on him, he was going to be positive. He was going to be, you know, excited about the people that came to see him. He was going to be um, proactive in, in his treatment. He was going to be excited about, about getting healthier. And, and he, he was even like still making plans. Like I'm going to be at this, like I'm going to be at this retreat. You know, I'm, I'm going to oh, wow. be going to have this positive attitude. Everything was kind of this opportunity to take a step forward. Mm in in his relationship with god and to continue to be that example for other people right to me that's that's rising like if you're Mm -hmm. if you're if we if we only think about rising as like you know um when when things are going great right yeah and it's it's a little bit hollow i mean you you can't you can't get to the resurrection um without the crucifixion that's uh, a lot of people wonder why, you know, if you look at a, a Catholic 
cross, a Catholic mm-hmm. crucifix versus a maybe a Protestant cross. They're both beautiful. They're mm-hmm. both absolutely necessary in our faith. The reason that there's a there's a, a, a corpus, a body, the body of Christ on the Catholic crucifix is because that that um, the the representation, you know, what the cross represents of, of the resurrection and our and our um, our redemption. It's not possible without the without crucifixion, yeah. right? It's not. It's not possible without that great sacrifice and that great pain. And it's the same thing in our lives. Mm-hmm. We, you know, for some reason, we're wired to learn and wired to grow when we're when we're pruned, when things yeah. are tough. Pruned. Pruned. It's a painful word. It's a painful word. The fruit. The fruit doesn't bring up good Ooh. images either. Yeah. Do you ever? get someone that that'll like like in texas kolaches are a big thing and sometimes they have prune kolaches and i'm just like that sounds like something for people who have digestive issues and they need help i agree (laughs) i agree (laughs) or they need breakfast you know they might not need help but they need breakfast oh my god yes anyway um so so just just some things to you know to think about as you um you know, as Nikki talked about, as we kind of look for these victories, like we've got to be willing to look for them mm-hmm. and to be, to have an open heart. Um, and then we've also got to be willing to say like, you know, what are we, what are we rising out of? Right. That yeah. that makes the rising that much more, to me, that much more powerful. It is. I think having an awareness of what you're going through. Yeah. Like you spoke about earlier, just um, to have that retrospective look on what you have recently going through don't mm-hmm. just um keep plowing forward but have time to reflect absolutely yeah we we uh we we talked about um john twelve twenty four. we talked about it last week i want to read it one more time um just uh just so we can kind of remember where where this idea is coming from um i say last week it was the last episode last it week, was more than which like, was, it was like, like it was like three four weeks, weeks ago, ago. <laughs> yeah um anyway uh, but that this is John twelve twenty four. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Jesus is, is not, um, uh, it, 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 I think this is one of those, those passages or one of those sayings of Jesus where on the surface, it's like, what? Like, what is he talking about? Why are we? This is weird. Like, speak more plainly. But I don't I think even he's... know about planting. Why <laughs> are we talking about grains of wheat? <laughs> but I think he's talking actually really plainly. He's talking mm-hmm. really clearly. Like, you you have to, you know, suffer a little bit. And and a lot of times our suffering is not. It's not just um, you know temporal suffering. Like I I'm sick or ill or I don't mm-hmm. feel good or whatever. Yeah. A lot of times our our spiritual suffering is like, you know, what are we going to to maybe give up that's that's taking us away from God and then in in the and in the rising like are are we going to be um willing to give God the glory right when when right. we when we celebrate that are we going to be willing to give God his 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 due his right? due yeah okay so last not week but mm-hmm. last time we talked about this mm-hmm. on the way home I stopped at Marshalls mm-hmm. I think I shared this with you mm-hmm. and I was not it's free there. advertising by the way <laughs> We have no affiliation with Marshalls. Um, I went shopping at an undisclosed store. And Starts with an M. <laughs> I um, wasn't looking for anything in particular. I was mm-hmm. just kind of uh, unwinding. And on this freaky little sale row aisle with mishmash stuff, mm-hmm. like some note cards, a coffee mug without a lid, you know, just random stuff. 
there stood this beautiful bundle of wheat. Oh, nice. And I totally picked it up. Mm -hmm. And then as if I were a singer getting an award at an award show, (laughs) I looked up and I said, thank you. Thank you. You, I felt like that was a moment where God Mm -hmm. was just saying, I am thankful for the work that you are doing. Mm -hmm. Thankful for what you and James are uh, trying to accomplish, sharing my word, spreading my word, um, telling the people about dying and rising. Mm -hmm. Um, It could have been just wheat, but to me, I felt like it was him giving me a little pat on the back that we're headed in the right direction. And it also kind of builds up your reserves of when things get hard, Mm -hmm. like when we can't meet and then I feel like, is this supposed to be like, why Mm -hmm. is this so hard? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm reminded of that moment when I kind of felt like he was, um, encouraging me in a very parental way, you know, Yeah. I want to say maternal, which I'm not opposed to him being maternal, but I don't want to be, um, I don't want to exclude paternal. So in a very parental way, just kind of giving me the good old kid talk, you know, like you're heading in the right direction. This is good. Yeah. Here's a big, a big bundle of wheat. Nice. Which I then purchased and is on my dining room table. (laughs) That's awesome. It's beautiful. That's awesome. So there's, there's like, um, I think that, I I think that this is a great opportunity to talk about giving thanks, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we, I, I can, I can guarantee you, you know, it, there was no one there to document it, but I can only imagine that when Jesus rose from the grave, there was Thanksgiving. Mm. Like he was thankful. He was, and, and, and he's God, right? So it's at least, you know, it's, it's of his own power, but it's, it's the father's plan and the Holy Spirit's, you know, movement. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and when I, I, I just know that when Jesus rose from the grave, he, he was thankful and there's mm-hmm. so many times in scripture when he is thankful when he he takes the bread and says the blessing right and yeah he doesn't he doesn't necessarily like i mean he's the son of god he doesn't necessarily have to do those things right out loud or he does or this in our, for us he, he does that yeah as a as an example to us so giving giving thanks i think is the is the final piece of of this you know kind of this foundational understanding of of like resurrection right we we spend one of the things I love about um, Father Father Ed, the pastor here at mm-hmm. Saint Stephen's in Nepal. If you're ever in like a staff meeting with him, or or like if you um, if you have lunch with him and he like says the blessing, mm-hmm. he his prayers always start with, you know, uh, loving Father. We're we're so thankful for your many gifts, but especially the gift of your Son Jesus, right? And and to think about. Jesus's entire life, right? From, from his incarnation all the way to the resurrection and to, to be thankful for those, for those many, um, many opportunities of encountering him, but just the ability to kind of get to know him. I think that's something that, that not, not very many, that's not on the plate of, of, of a lot of Christians, unfortunately, like that's something that kind of slips. Right. So, so that's, you know, one way to look at it. I think the other the other way and, and as you just described is is how many little things you know that are um that are that are maybe insignificant in the grand scheme of things uh can you know do we do we really stop and take the time to say you know god thank you for this glass of water mm-hmm. thank you for this this conversation I get to have with my friend. Yeah. Thank you for getting me home. You know it's a 2 mile commute from my office to my house, but thank you for getting me home safely. 
right? Because a lot can happen in two miles. A lot mm-hmm. can happen. You know, there's a lot of people who don't have access to running water. There's a lot of people who don't have access to friends, right? So, so our none of none of our none of our our um, blessings are are necessarily guaranteed. Like there is someone. You know, as, as Christians, we believe there is someone out there providing those things mm-hmm. for us, like giving us these opportunities to not only encounter him, but to just live our lives, right? Giving us the opportunity to just be who we are. I want to, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of sum up Thanksgiving this way. If you read the Old Testament, just about anywhere in the Old Testament, they are obsessed with thanking God. Mm. They're obsessed with giving thanks to to God the Father for for really whatever is going on. And when you say obsessed, I usually have feel like there's a negative connotation to that. But I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like, not. It's it, like you almost want to think, okay, guys, chill, chill, yeah, chill. We yeah, know. Yeah. We are thankful. Yeah. But they go on and on. But they go on and on and on. And and I think it's it's We it's, need to take note. And it's and it's out of this recognition that God is present. Mm. And he doesn't have to They're be. mindful. Of his he presence. Have to be. Yeah. So that's huge. It is. It is. And it's and that that to me, mm-hmm. like I can look back on times in my life when I really struggled. Um and and even, you know, like some like some like there's hills and valleys like week to week or day to day, right? And usually in those in those times of struggle, um, I'm not mindful of God's presence. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do everything myself. I'm trying to take all the credit for something. I'm feeling sorry for myself, whatever it is. And when I start to exercise a little bit more of an outward focus and to kind of like look around and, and see God's providence in the world or, or even just to see like how, how good other people are in my life. Right. And I, and I give thanks for that. It becomes a whole lot easier to just live, to just, to just be right. Um, so, so giving thanks. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know, um, I don't know any other way uh, except the way that you described, which is just to to look around and to be open to those things mm-hmm. that that move in your life that you you can't explain, you know, um, and to give to give credit to God for those things. Remember how one time um, I was I was having a tough time with something, and you said, "I think you need to have a little a secret game going on with Luke, my youngest kid." Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like what if we did that with God, mm-hmm. like have this little secret game with him, where we're trying to find him in places unexpected just all the time, even if there's not like a struggle or something else and we're just looking for him. Mm-hmm. We could do that. I think that's what he wants. Challenge. I think that's what he wants, right? He, he wants to be part of the conversation. He wants yeah. to be part of the, part of the journey, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and a part of your every day, mm-hmm. like not reserved for the big things. Mm-hmm. He's there in the big things, but it's super helpful if you've established your relationship and your acknowledgement of his presence in the small things, because then it's just that much more beautiful. And what well, you were talking about weaving before, mm-hmm. you know, your fabric's that much stronger mm-hmm. if you can um, find him in the mundane and the minutia. Exactly. I think next episode, when we talk about going, mm-hmm. which is the third part um, of, of the Paschal mystery, you know, um, death resurrection and then being sent forth. Mm-hmm. I think we should talk about what happens after mass on Sundays. Okay. Because that's where our life is, right? Yeah. Our life is like out in the world and you talk about the minutia. That means we've, means we've got, we've got some responsibilities out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
being being grateful and, and finding you know resurrection in your life and resurrection in yourself is uh, is certainly part of it. But what are you going to do with that? Right. Right. How do you how do you how do you then like allow that to to positively affect the world mm-hmm. positively 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 positively. The world. There we go. Absolutely positively. <laughs> I don't know where that's from. That's kind of mm, kind of silly. I feel I'm like sorry. a kid show. Kid show, probably. I don't know. I don't know which one. Yep. Darn. Darn. The memory. It's going. We didn't even take a break. <gasps> it's good to be back. It is good to be back. We've talked it's for really, a long time. Have, so I never. I never know. I'm, no, that's okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna pray. Uh, I hope that um, I hope that you find a lot of positives in. Wherever you are in your life right now, God is calling you to resurrection. He's calling you to, 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 to die to some things, to, um, to invite him in, to kind of be in a relationship with him and to resurrect to something greater, to, to, a, to a greater life, to a greater sense of purpose and joy mm. and, and love. Um, and I hope that you find that today and tomorrow and forever. And uh, we're going to pray for that. We are. All right. Let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. You're the best. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Singing. More singing. More singing. The Late to Church podcast is an AMET creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Mancata. Our theme song is Candle in the Shadows by The Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Follow us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast or contact us at late to church podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We're praying for you. Peace. <laughs>